0: In today's show, we're looking ahead to week 14 in the NBA, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd, and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore beeble and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. It's week 14 coming up in the NBA. So we're gonna take a crack. We're gonna have a look at week 14. We're gonna see what we can possibly do with it. We can see how we can navigate what is a pretty weird schedule. So let's, uh, in fact, let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) All right, week 14. Um, A lot of games, a lot. 23 teams play four games this week. That's out of 30 teams, if you didn't know. 23 teams play four games. So your edge of um, you're getting those teams with the extra games, it's not really there because everyone's playing four except for the ones who aren't, and it's a real detriment. The Cavs, the Wolves, the Nuggets, and the Suns, that should say three games. My graphic has been incorrectly typed. The Cavs, the Wolves, the Nuggets, and the Suns play three games and the Kings, the Pelicans and the Rockets play two games. So stinking weeks for the Kings, the Pelicans and the Rockets and not much better for the Cavs, Wolves, Nuggets and Suns with the three. And I talked about this maybe last week, is that yeah, two game weeks are annoying, but if the majority of the league is playing three games, it's not as detrimental. When everyone's playing four games and you play two, well, that's just terrible. Like that value of those players, you're gonna get outstripped by a bunch of, your Grayson Allens are gonna outperform Brandon Ingrams and um, not Chemezi Matthew, sorry, because he's playing on the Kings. Um, Your Brandon Ingram example, your Grayson Allens gonna uh, get past those. Then you get out of Darren Fox or Buddy Heald or someone like that. Like that's just the way that it works when you've got such an unbalanced schedule. And for the Rockets, it is the beginning of a terrible, terrible run of things for them. They play two games this week, they also play two games next week. What a stinking run that is. Then four in week 16, then they have two games, then they have three games, then they have two games. Now that three and two games at the end there, that is across the All-Star break, so they're sort of in decent company with other teams there playing those small amount of games. But In the the next four weeks, the Rockets play 10 games. That is horrific. And then you're back into the All-Star break. Three two-game weeks out of the next four. So your fringe players, maybe that means Kevin Porter. It definitely means Jalen Green, Eric Gordon. It means the delicate dancer, Alperen Shengun, unfortunately. It's a delicate dance in just 17 steps. Um yeah these players you're going to get no value out of them. So while we love a stash of Goon, we love to hope that Kevin Porter gets better. We love to hope and stash Jalen Green. It's almost it's almost going to be impossible to stay competitive if you're doing that with multiple rockets what's well, is going to be impossible to do it with multiple rockets over the next 4 weeks and we're getting to the stage where We're getting close to fantasy playoffs and you might just have to be cutting bait on Jalen and Shangoon and Porter if you haven't already. It's a terrible stretch of weeks for the Houston Rockets coming up. Now, not only is it a terrible week for those teams playing the two games, the Kings-Pelicans-Rockets, not only is it a terrible run of of weeks coming up for the Houston Rockets, it's a terrible schedule for the week. It is just completely unbalanced. We've got 12 games on Monday, Martin Luther King Day, That's the standard. We always get that on Martin Luther King Day, Uh, 12 games. It's a busy, busy Monday. We get two games on Tuesday, okay? Then we get 13 on Wednesday, my guys. Then three on Thursday. All right, so we're just up and down here. Then we go 11 on Friday, so another busy one. And then three on Saturday, what are we doing? And then 11 on Sunday. What a shitful week that is. That is just dreadful scheduling. It is horrible for watching purposes, I think, as well. just everything gets lost on these big days we've got four days of at least 11 games and things get lost on those days you're going to be extra switched on i'm going to have to be extra switched on on those days to make sure that i'm providing all the right analysis and projection updates on those days it's going to be really tough it's it's not going to be easy at all to you know pay attention and to get value out of out of streaming for the week and getting the the right sort of information in and we'll talk about streaming in just a second, but before we talk about that, there's a little sound that I can just, I can just start to hear coming through. There it is. It is the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, to run, and to grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts and startups, established businesses alike, can sell everywhere. They can synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. Stops loading, so that's sick. But Shopify helps supercharge your knowledge, your sales and your success. So discover endless possibilities. Shopify is tirelessly reinvent, reinventing tools of growth for millions of businesses, helping them succeed every day. And if you go right now to shopify.com slash NBA, that's all lower coast, you can get a lower case you can get a trial of their full suite of features. So go to Shopify.com slash locked on NBA. Remember to use all lowercase. That's Shopify.com slash locked on NBA. All right, let's go to the next part of the show, and that's talking about streaming. It is rough, man. It is not a good week at all. We've got three days. Yesterday, normally I would have a, if you play nine games, or fewer on a day, you can stream that day. And last week with all the COVID absences, right, let's extend that to 10. Well, the COVID absences are basically gone. There's not many of those anymore. So we're gonna bring that threshold back to nine, but even if I kept it at 10, there are only three days this week where there are fewer than 11 games. And that's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So there are our stream days for us to start. We've got three days to stream. <clears throat> and because of the way the schedule's set out, there's not many teams that actually have quality games this week. And the quality game is a, day on, a game on a day where you can stream. The Knicks, the Warriors, the Pacers and the Suns have two quality games. And this is where it's again, one of those things that I bang on about continually, and I'll do it again. Um, number of games is important, but it's not as important as when those games are. Because the Knicks and the Warriors play four games like 21 other teams, that's cool. They have two games on low volume days. The Pacers and the Suns though, they're, or um, well, not the pace. So the Pacers also have four games. The Suns, they're one of the teams I mentioned at the start that have three games. But they have two of their games on the low-volume days. So the Suns three-game week in daily changes formats for free agents is just as valuable as the Hawks four-game week because the Hawks don't play on a single quality game. They don't play on Tuesday, Thursday, or Saturday. The Heat don't play on those streaming days. The Jazz, the Celtics... The Hornets, the Bulls, the Magic, the Sixers, Blazers, Nets, Spurs, Grizzlies, Lakers, Wizards, Raptors, Clippers. None of those teams, all four game teams, they play they don't play a single game on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So if you're streaming free agents or back end sort of players on those days, like you've got someone you're holding on to, maybe yeah, maybe it would have been a Kobe White before the Zach Levine injury. You're talking Cody Martin in Charlotte. You might not use him at all this week. He's sitting there and Kelly is out and Martin's providing good steals, but he might be your 12th best player and he gets into games zero times this week. You're you're holding on to Omer Yertseven. You streamed in Max Struess. And then with Bam back, Yertseven, maybe he plays 20 minutes a night, but will he be your 12th best player on those four high-volume days and you don't use him at all? This is the problem with all, so many teams not having quality games. So many of them. And then you've got the Suns down the bottom where you just think, oh, well, they've only got three games. Yeah, but two of them are on those low-volumers. Jay Crowder, Jay, JaVale McGee, Cameron Payne. These guys come into action as having some stream value because you can actually use them during the week. Whereas these other blokes, no chance. You just you can't use them. On a 13-game day, on a 12-game day, you can't use these players. You can't just look at the, what, why I'm going to add someone unless your team is just completely blown up with injuries which is possible but again that problem that we had with all the covert absences has um it's tended to dissipate at the moment i think there's only 30 or 25 players maybe not even maybe only 20 players still let's look at the back-to-backs for the week and again this is there's no real streaming plan for this week yeah tuesday thursday the knicks and the warriors have a back-to-back they're two of the teams who have got the two quality games as i mentioned And then Thursday, Saturday, these aren't even real back-to-backs. These are games, uh, low-volume days with a a big boy sandwich in the middle. Then Thursday to Saturday, the Pacers and Suns have that. Um, But that's great. You've got your stream spot. You've got your four acquisitions for the week. You can't really do anything with it, though, can you? I mean, you can add a Knicks and Warriors player on Tuesday. They play Thursday, but you can't drop them to get advantage of the second back-to-back, the Thursday-Saturday combination. So what you can do is you can scrounge one extra game this week by either streaming a Knicks Warriors player for the Tuesday, Thursday, or for a Pacers Suns on the Thursday, Saturday. That's all you can do. And I think well, one thing I should have mentioned, I should have put a graphic up for this and I apologize. One, one way to maybe get a head start is to look for these teams who play the Sunday, Monday, back to back heading into this week, ending week 13, starting week 14. So you use an ad from week 13, to boost yourself for an extra game in week 14. But with so many games on MLK Day, I don't even know if it's going to be worth it. It probably, You might even not use this player. But these teams, the Nets, the Blazers, the Kings, the Spurs, the Rockets and the Cavs play Sunday, Monday. So you get the use of them to close out your week on week 13, and then they're there available for, for Monday. But again, who knows if they play? They probably don't even play in your lineup on that day. So when we look at streaming, there is no way to scheme any more than one extra game. And you can only do that by either going the Tuesday-Thursday combination, Knicks-Warriors, or you stream anyone you want on the Tuesday, and then add a, a Pacers or Suns player on Thursday for that back-to-back. Like, But that doesn't actually mean any... That doesn't really help you because you've got four acquisitions for the week. Now, if you're in a situation where you've got 20 acquisitions for the year, a terrible system, by the way, if you've got 20 acquisitions for the year, then yes, like taking advantage and getting that one extra game actually matters over the course of the year. But if you're a standard league who's got four ads for the week, well, you just add someone on Tuesday. You can drop them if you want. You add another person Thursday if there's a better option out there, and you add a different person Saturday, and you've still got one addition left that they're left scratching its balls. What do you do with it? Unless you've got two streaming spots and you can work something out there, but that's it. There's no way to really, which is... Some would say it's fairer, but it's also not, because if you're at a games play disadvantage because of the players on your team, you've got no way of catching that up. You don't have an ability to work the system. And sometimes your opponent may work the system as well. They may not be able to work the system and you've got that ability with the way your roster set up, but you just don't have that ability this week. So if there is a games play discrepancy, you've got no way of really catching up on that and being able to reel um, reel in that difference. In terms of front and backload, again, it's just a stinker for the Rockets. They don't play until Wednesday, and then they don't play until they don't play on the weekend. So Houston plays um, Wednesday and Friday. That's it. The Nuggets and the Kings also don't play until Wednesday. So any of the your fringe sort of guys there, look, they all obviously miss that Tuesday option. Um, and then on the weekend, the Pelicans and Rockets don't play, so their week ends pretty early. Again, it's just a really, really bad week for streaming in fantasy basketball. But it's not a bad week to eat some built bars because built bars are the best tasting protein bar ever. Have I had my built bar today? No. That's why I'm cranky. I need to get that delicious taste into my mouth, giggity. These things don't they, they don't they don't taste like your standard protein bar. They are absolutely tasting like a candy bar, but they're doing it with like half the calories. 130 calories in the bar. 17 grams of protein, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. Telling you now, once you've had them, you'll be going, what are these other protein bars? Are they kidding? They're joking me. Yeah, they're G League protein bars. These are the real deal, the old Built Bar. So grab yourself a box. Actually, no, grab yourself multiple boxes. Go to built.com. Use our promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and load yourself up with Built Bars. Built Bar is built different. Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year continuing towards the playoffs, which are gonna start in about an hour's time here in the NFL. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all of your sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year and a new updated desktop site, or use your mobile site to sign up today using our code LOCKEDON and get a 50% welcome deposit bonus on your first deposit. From basketball to football, the NHL, boxing, UFC, or right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all of the fantastic offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online is where the game starts. Let's go and have a look at some weekly league um, options for the week. Again, there's not much out there. There's not many guys where I go, man, you got to really add this guy for the week. We'll look at a couple of Clippers. Isaiah Hartenstein looks like he could be returning. Nico Batum might be an option to add for the week with four games. Amazingly, in Detroit, Corey Joseph is actually providing okay value because he's getting 25 minutes a night. Grayson Allen could become a play. Josh Richardson, but yeah, we're talking bottom of the barrel scrapes here. And I don't even depending on how your team looks, you might not look you might add these guys and not even start them anyway. So I wouldn't get too excited. There might be something there, but it's not particularly enticing. For players you can sit, well, I'm sitting all of my Rockets, all of my Pelicans, and all of my Kings, with the exception of probably Tyrese Halliburton. He's probably the only guy. I probably wouldn't start Valanciunas or Ingram. I'd consider it, but I probably wouldn't. Halliburton, probably the only one there who I would consider as a, as a guy to start out of those three teams. And then players who are rostered a lot, Monty Morris, Dennis Schrader, uh Clay Thompson with only three games and low minutes, no start there. And uh, Omer Yurtseven with the return of Bam Adebayo. Yeah, look, I'm not recommending dropping Yurt7. I'd like to see what goes on with the rotation. I highly doubt that they're gonna say, all right, we're gonna start Yurt7 and bam together. I just don't think that's a possibility at all. But I still am not going to, I'm not fully banking that that is the absolute guarantee and that's what's gonna happen. I'm 99.9% sure. And personally, if I had Yurt7, i dropped him. All right, but that's what I did because um, I, I did have him, and I dropped him. <clears throat> and I definitely wouldn't start him because of the uncertainty about his role this week. Let's look at some Points League's ads and then some Points League's sits. Um, Brandon Clark, Kobe White with Zach Levine out for this week, Hamadou Diallo, Isaiah Hartenstein's returning, as I said, Kentavious Caldwell Pope can be an ad, and the Farmers Union himself, Amir Coffey. They, these guys should be able to be added and probably started in a lot of Points League's and then he points these. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't start any Rockets, Pelicans, or Kings. None of them. No Ingram. No Valanciunas. No Fox. No Halliburton. No Christian Wood. None of those guys. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd be starting any of them. And you know, we're sitting Kevin Love. We're sitting Aaron Gordon. We're sitting Clay Thompson and Omer Yet 7 that'll do it for us today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app if you're here on YouTube. Thumb it up. Leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.